can't do it up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode <laughs> of the Chip and the Champ podcast. This is take number three. Uh, today, we're very honored to sit down with Chris and his daughter, Sienna Nagel, and we're going to talk... <laughs> I did say they were. It was Chris yeah. and Sienna Nagel. I said it already. You said it the first three. time. I said it the first three times. For anybody <laughs> yeah. that's listening, this is pieced together a little bit. Yeah. We had technical difficulties. This is like we're the fifth time it. we've restarted this, so uh, we're not really sure what we said or didn't say. So we're back at it. So hopefully it works this time. So we are going to sit down, talk to you guys about it, talk about your health scare you had, uh, and go from there. We promise we're actually going to talk to you yeah, guys. We are going to talk. So before that begins, uh, updates on the gym. We have the Olympic Complex coming up. That is, I, I'm skipping right over Dude, what you're about you, to no, say. No, wait. That, listen, we're hold on. Right Forrest, we Forrest, 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 we got to talk about you. No, so Scott decided the other day he was going to go out and just go for a run. I did not. It was and then he started running. Run. And he never stopped running. Well, it's 9-11, so i got to do something for 9-11. I was going to come in here and do the workout, but I got kind of asked to do this race so I did the race went out had fun a little rainy out um, did, did you get wet? Or did you yeah, a little bit wet not ran with an umbrella I ran so fast the rain couldn't hit me I have no I'm just kidding it was a good it was a good time nice little race um, not much to say about it back at it except for you won for your age group yeah, there was one Scott was first place for 65 uh, to 70 don't you don't you don't start don't even start I know what you two are about to do so we have the Olympic Complex coming up here. That's right, we do. Uh, September 18th, if you're not signed up. I don't know if it's too late to sign up, but if you have If you're not signed up and I see you, I'm going to ask you as questions as to why in the world you're not signed up. If the chimp's involved, somebody else should be doing it too. No reason that they shouldn't be doing it without us. That's right. We're Sweat for the Vets coming up November 5th. That is a, you have a 5K or a 10K. That'll be at the Pinecroft Power Lines. So if you've never run that, you got to get out there and try it. It is a miserable, but <laughs> no, it's, it's this a miserable. Race is very simple. It's listen, it's a easy. it's a miserable run, but it's an accomplished run. What I mean by that is, it's miserable to do it, but after you do it, you realize, man, I just did something super hard. That it, it it's very good to do it and at least accomplish it. Um, so yeah, we have that going on. Um, anything else, man? Anything else we have? Friday night at the bar. Of course, you have Friday night at the bar every Friday at seven. Get your asses in there and get some uh, get some cardio going. Get some. Conditioning. Last week's was tough. Yeah, we had fun. Seems like there's been a recurring thing where the people that come to do the podcast should be joining us for Friday night. I'm just throwing that out there. So there may be two yeah. people in this room that should be at Friday night. I think we're going to start passing that. From here on out, if you are a guest on the podcast, yeah. you have to you gotta participate. You got to do at least one. Kyle, Kyle showed up. He did. Kyle um, did. We have Mr. Well, Marshall we, was was there. Right? Now we have Tyler Rossi involved. He's starting to do stuff. Yeah, my yeah. man Ty. He's he's starting to he's starting to drink the juice a little bit, which is good. Yeah, so. yeah. I heard bad things about drinking juice, though. Just saying, <laughs> unless it's gin mixed with it, and you're in the hood. In which case, who knew? Anything else we have to pass on? I think that's it. That's huh? Pretty much it, I think. Yeah. All right. All right. So without further ado, Chris and Sienna, thank you for coming in. Um, I will warn you, it gets a little warm in here at times. Uh, as this podcast goes, this room's gonna get a little hot. So. You can open the door if it gets really hot. Um, if it's too loud out there, which I don't know what time of day it is, it's starting to quiet down at the gym, so we should be good. I like so, how he threw that shameless plug in there. He's like, hey, Ray Ross, just so you know, it's really warm. It, it is warm in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, once again, you guys come in here. You guys are two. I know you've, done some, you've both done some powerlifting events. To explain to us how you guys got started all this, how you got her involved, uh, how you got started in the whole game, and, and what the outcome is, where you're looking at in the future. Who you are. Uh, about 2018, I started over at another gym. We won't talk about the name of it. But I was over there, and she was in the kids' room a lot. And she'd come out, and I think she was like 8 or 9, and I still had 135 racked on the deadlift bar. She comes out and says, Dad, Dad, my do, my, my try. I'm like, go ahead there, killer. She proceeded to pick up 135. So, you know, when about the same time, she wanted to start doing some karate, and they have some great programs here at Gorilla House. And we started coming over, and would mix up the, the jiu-jitsu and everything else that they have going on, and would throw in a little bit of weightlifting with it and just sort of stuck with it. Okay, good. And how long? You've been doing this then since you were how old? What did you say, 11? No, she was younger than that. Yeah, she was younger than that. She was probably about 8 or 9. Yeah, I think I started when I was 8. Wow. That's pretty impressive. 8 years old. Um, and how many competitions have you done so far? Uh, like I've only done the 1,000-pound uh, challenge here. Okay. But uh, I'm looking forward to do doing the uh, one next February here. Yeah. How old do you have to be to do powerlifting events? Meets? You can be under 12, but you have to be recognized as a guest lifter. Okay. But just to be safe, I wanted to wait till she was 13, and she really had some decent experience under her belt before I threw her out there to the wolves. Yeah. And the 1,000-pound club thing just seemed to really work out for us. 
Um, actually, we're both doing a meet here on October 8th. And it's in Salisbury, Maryland at Papa Bear Rogers. Um, he's a pretty phenomenal powerlifter. Uh, dude just seems like a good all-around dude to like helping out with the powerlifting movement. Nice. The whole sport. Good. Um, what are your numbers right now? Oh, boy. Uh, I, just, I, I just watched you. Just pull, you just pulled what, 285 in there? 286. 286, that's what you pulled. Yeah. Good for you. Oh, my gosh. She can lift more than <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, she did well. <laughs> Did you lock it out? Here, that's, that was your last struggle, that, that last off like, piece. You were going. It was like right there. I was it's one of those ones you think it might be there with all the you know, hoopla that's going on in the meet day. I think it's going to be there. It'll be there, yeah. yeah. It's just that little yep. backward roll. When you get that excitement you have that adrenaline go, you'll be surprised how much that will help you get that last little bit going up. So nice work. Um, okay. Squat numbers are? Uh, last squat it was like 175. 175, but it was for four, so you have to take that into consideration. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that puts her around 190, and we'll probably do around 103% of that lift even. Okay. She should be real close to two for a, for a final squat number to me. Yeah. And your bench all right? Yeah, I'm like benching. Like, I think I did 135 with a slingshot, but I feel like I could do with that. Good. Yeah. Sheesh. There's, there's some I haven't seen in a while, the slingshot. Good for you. You got to break it out. Got to bring that out every now and then. Bell says three sets to the end of the yeah. workout, hit three for three, jack the weight up. I just had a client today. I used, I we don't have a slingshot in here, but we I use a band around their arms for push-ups to help get them out of that bottom position. It's great. It's, it's a really good, it's you know, a slingshot good tool. Is, yeah. See, yeah. yeah, actually. You don't want to rely I, on it. I love seeing the different training tools that they utilize because they use a lot of, a lot yeah, of neat stuff. A lot of different stuff. That's power. I think power, they, do you follow the... Do you follow that Westside program? Is that what you follow? No, actually I run uh, Jim Wendler's 531. Is that what you run, the 531? That's, it seems so simple when I got into yep. it. Like Westside, it's awesome, but there's so much to take apart. And I just wanted the easy way out. And when you have something simple, you're more likely to do it. So I stuck with that real good. Yep. Shameless plug, I have a um, weightlifting 101 class on the beginning September. Come on in. Hi, Freddie. I didn't know you guys. Fred Wardo. Welcome to the podcast. Freddie's right here. Welcome Hi, to the Freddie. party, pal. Sorry. That's all right. You're good. Hi. Um, I have a weightlifting 101 class that I'm starting um, on the 23rd, I think it was, of September. Um, but we're talking about the 531 in there. So it's it's all about like weightlifting, different programs, what works, what doesn't. 531 has been one of those most effective powerlifting programs out there if you want to build strength. I mean, 531 is pretty legit. Five by fives, all them. So it's good to see you doing them. They are very, very. I mean, I think it's the best they, way to make people stick with it. Yep. Is it is it's proven so, time and time simple. again. Very simple, and that's what I like about it. The simplicity of it. You follow the numbers. Follow along each week, and I mean, ideally, you get stronger. It, it, it does work. People get mad when they're not getting like forty pounds each month, but if you look at that, if you get forty pounds in a year on anything, it in three years you have one hundred twenty pounds, which is incredible. Yeah. That's good. So what's your favorite lift? Oh, man. Uh, probably squat. I mean, it's like, I don't know, like it's fun, I guess, I want to say. Well, I think it's, there's like the whole danger element of it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you get down there, you might not come yeah. up. The whole yeah. bailing part's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> you got to practice the bailing. So, so where's, where's your ultimate goal then? So where are you going to from powerlifting? Are you just going to keep going with it as long as you can? You ever ever plan on getting out of powerlifting and adventuring into different other aspects of the fitness mm -hmm. game? I'd like to see about like Olympic lifting. There you go. But like, still stick with the powerlifting. Yeah. Like, uh, try a barbell club. Nice. Should there's a shameless plug right there. Yeah. Right? Wow. Listen, it's it would only complement everything you're doing now. It's really good. So we have a lot of strong lifters back there that, you know, ask Dougie Grissom. Dougie Grissom had some big lifts and he's back there. Well, oh, you're, you're learning all this the intensity of the moves and that you know the actual power yeah. aspect of it. It's in the name, so I think it'd be a really good thing. Yeah, when you learn how that do that power development, so when you do Olympic lifting, you learn how to get a little bit of velocity in there, and you can relay that back into your big lift. So you know, trying to pull that weight at maximal speed off the ground, there yeah. there's a lot of benefit to that. Yeah, if you so lift if fast. you can clean, you can deadlift. Yeah, and certainly, yeah, and that explosiveness really helps. Yeah, it really does. It's yeah. all about explosive. So they everything carries over to everything else. So. Um, now, how did you learn? How did you learn all this? How did you get involved with powerlifting? Well, obviously, it didn't work out too great in high school because it was one of those things where you sort of taught yourself, and really nobody was teaching us. They were throwing us a, here, do this Ohio power chart. It's five for ten, and you'll do this, this, and that. But it probably wasn't until I got in college and actually started reading books and seeing like 
oh, there's actual programmings for developing strength. And then um, probably about five years later, I started seeing, like, oh, look, these, these different meats and these different things. I always wanted to try, but it took me a long time, probably 2018, right here, they ran a uh, SPF meet, and that was it. It was hooked. Yep. You get hooked by the, you know, everybody's really positive, powerlifting, super positive sport. How long you meet any dicks in that sport? How long have you been powerlifting for? Since how old? You said you started like sixteen. Oh, so you did doing all the basics, and then you just kind of gotten kind of fine tuned it. Now you've really concentrated on it. Man, if I knew back then when I was sixteen, what I know now, even half of it. Ain't that the truth? May have actually been an athlete at one point. I said the same thing with with the CrossFit style. Like when CrossFit got big, I was already in my mid thirties. You know what I mean? So I didn't really, I didn't really get involved too. But I wish I was around when I was younger. I would have given that a hell of a run. Yeah, it is what it is. That's what it was like. All that stuff back then, like powerlifting, you had to know somebody that was actually doing it to get into it. Now it's on every Facebook page, Instagram thing that you're doing. Yep. it's right there, which it's good. I'm I'm really happy the sport exploded like it has. Now you had a couple months ago, you had a little bit of a scare, right? Oh boy, what happened? Have we ever? Uh, I was going to pick her up from the bus, and I ran up the steps, and I'm thinking, boy, am I fat? This is terrible. <laughs> I'm so out of breath. And I get in the car and I'm like, wait, I'm getting kind of spacey. And I just started passing out and started texting people, hey, I need some help. And luckily, uh, the fire company was probably like 500 yards from where I was sitting. And they got some oxygen on me. But what it ended up being is uh, two huge pulmonary embolisms. It uh, pretty much stopped me from breathing. I think my oxygen saturation was like 83% and that's horrendous. Holy hell. I should probably be dead at that point. Yeah. But they hooked me up in the hospital for uh, I was gone for probably about five days Yeah. and out of work for quite a while because they found some other junk that was wrong with me. And we got some stents put in and now we're back and it took for what felt like ever to get back into it and really start hitting weights. But now probably back to 85%. Good. Starting to feel good again. They, they didn't give you any limitations on the heavy weight lifting for the heart? They didn't tell you, hey, stay away from... Yeah, for like 10 days, but I don't think they really saw the gravity of what I was doing. Like, I'm not just going in there and hitting a hammer strength machine with 25s on. Like, we're talking about doing some weight, you know, per my age. Right. And so I just looked into it, and I started talking to different doctors, and see, they said, go for it, dude. Good. If you feel like you got these stents put in and you're back to 100%, good, go do it. Get after go it. Go get it. Good for you. Now, do you, um, have you stepped up your conditioning at all? Have you started adding a little bit of conditioning and cardiovascular type training? I was originally on like the cardio program that they sent me to, like so I would do that. But yeah, it was a uh, it was a hit to the pride. But you, you you have to you have to take care of yourself a little bit with yeah. the cardio. Yeah, absolutely have to have cardio in it. And I tell that to everybody, like no matter what program you're running, you need to your cardiovascular system. So we're big in system training here. In case you haven't noticed, mm-hmm. we do a lot of system training for a reason because. The system will keep you alive. You know, a little bit of anaerobic, a little bit of aerobic, hitting that, you know, creatine system. It all works. Um, and to develop all of it together, um, very, very important. But you're doing well. I'm glad to see you back at Thanks, it. Man. Kicking the kicking ass in those weights. Well, I mean, a lot of people get stuck thinking cardio has to be like, I have to walk or run five miles. It does. Yeah. You can jump on one of the rowers out here. Mm-hmm. You can pick up the hammer and start doing, like, hammer slams or something. Well, everybody overthinks I think sometimes people are too complicated. You kind of blame Instagram influencers on this because they want to come up with... When you're on Instagram, you're trying to get all the flashy shit out there because it says... You go back to basics. Basics, master the basics and and everything. Cardiovascular, whatever you're doing, the basics is what works. It's been worked for years. I mean, look at the Insanity program that came out back in the day. Oh, man. It was nothing but body weight, jumping side to side, jumping jacks, yeah. ski downs, and all kinds of goofy shit. But guess what? It works. It works. So. That's right. Yeah, you don't need, you don't need to, like, that's an old bodybuilding thing, too, where they do bodybuilding, and they just go 30, 40 minutes on top of a, they just walk on a stair step or walk on the treadmill, which, it works, but there's better ways to do it, too. Like, you could also save some time and just add a little bit of different conditioning in there. And I think just having a little bit of research, understanding that you don't need to spend... 40, 50 minutes for conditioning. You can do it in 10 or 15 minutes. I think if you do like a hit workout for 15 minutes Correct. max, where you're running for 30 seconds and walking for 30 seconds, yep. you're doing some activity for that amount of time, then maybe hit like 15 after. You have 30 minutes invested at that point, and you're going to feel a lot better about it. Be balanced. Try to do a little bit of everything, and yep. life becomes good. So how's your diet? What do you guys do? Speaking of balance, how does he, uh, what do you guys do for like meat prep? Um, outside, like when you're this far out from a meet, or 
a year out from the meet, how does your diet look throughout the year? I mean, it's average for what people eat. I think we eat out like maybe once a week, maybe get the French fries and really enjoy that aspect of it. But as long as we stick to like our regular chicken, stuff like that, steak, vegetables, um, we get sucked in once in a while. When you're not really in a training, like a meat program though, it's easy to get pulled into like oh, yeah. eating too many cheeseburgers and sometimes that happens. But yeah. you figure the output you're you know, doing, you're like, the, you're doing a lot of work. It needs a lot of energy sometimes. So these meat meat preps where get, you have to get really dialed in for the meat, I, I throw a couple extra calories at it at that point. So how do you, so what, is your, what does a diet look like, like on, on an everyday average diet? Do you guys, do you follow macros? Do you guys like keep track of what you're eating? Do you keep, keep track of your calories or do you just try to eat as clean as possible? I, just, I try to look at it like this. If I eat more protein than I do breads, and if I try to keep my carbs like right before my workout to give me something extra going into it, as long as I feel like it's balanced, you know, I don't yeah. try to overeat. Your ser- serving size is usually what we're going with. So you, st- so you, you don't, you're not like, you, you keep your carbs kind of high, or not. Uh, the only time the carbs are going to come up high for me is probably like four hours before going into the gym, just okay. so I have something to burn into, so I don't start burning into the muscle too early. So. Um, what do you, what's what's an average carb day look like? What do you get carb wise in a day? What do you think? You get sure if I can count grams. I you're counting the vegetables. It's I wouldn't even know how to measure it really. Yeah, it's been so long that I broke it down to like the macros even. Okay, I was just curious to yeah. see if you guys were were tracking how you're eating, what you're going in there. Um, so I'm a big Again, like we talked about before, the balance. I love to see the balanced diets. Like everything in life should be balanced. I knew balanced. this was coming out. Yeah, just I knew we were just, gonna, we were gonna so powerlifting. So everybody, this. whether you're going, whether you're doing um, a barbell club, whether you're doing powerlifting, bodybuilding, everybody's diets can be different according to the type of workout they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. So I powerlifters are the one that I'm really not sure how they eat. That's why I was really asking. It's more out of curiosity than anything. I'm more of understanding how nutrition works for. The athletes and for like barbell club members because obviously those people have to have a higher carb output because that's your most preferred energy system. They said well, powerlifting is like bodybuilding but without the discipline of eating. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Son of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. you yes. got me. I'm in. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's working for you. You don't seem like burnout or anything. So. No, no, I'm just fat and sweaty at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so, what your first, you know, powerlifting meet? What's that like? What's it like to be to go to one of these meets? You were saying about how awesome it is. First time you get there, it's you're going to be a little bit anxious because you really don't know what to expect. I don't care how much you read about what to expect in powerlifting meet. Um, I think until you sink that first squat and you get in and you haven't you haven't bonked on that squat yet, you don't miss it. Like you hit depth, you follow all the commands, then you're like super at ease and everything's just that much easier and way better. But it's uh it's more so like a lot of the people you meet, everybody's like. They've got your back, whether they're lifting against you in your age group or class. It doesn't matter. It's really not even like it. I think maybe until you get to the competitive top levels of it, which we're not at. We're, we're just having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, that's what it's about. It's having the fun. So what are there levels to this? So, like, if you've done a couple meets, are you beginner, then advanced, and, like, a novice? Is there different classifications? I think for this, it's, like, until you get, like, a... Uh, like a level two number, then you can go to like bigger meets, like a national meet. But we just do local, you know, meets that everybody can get into based on their age and weight category. And oh, so there's a weight category. I'm screwed. Yeah, there's like a there's a bunch of different classes. <laughs> yeah. across the full spectrum of ages, it's like, but I mean, until you hit these like different classes, there's like. So there's class one, class two. Isn't there like masters, a master's? Master's yeah. and elite and all that. But yeah. then it's like there's a master's division for 40 to 44-year-olds, 45, and it just goes up the chain. It's all on USPA. That's the one we're going to do, USPA.net. And um, it's kind of explanatory. They have the whole rule book right there. The weight class one has to deal with your, uh, how's the name that score they use when they, Wilkes, they the Wilkes score, score, yeah, it goes yeah. off your Wilkes score. Yep. So that's why they need like the weight class. That's why if you take a look at that uh, that uh, pulls for pizza chart up there, mm-hmm. I, I just can't, every time I walk by, I realize that I'm the last one on the list. But I, at least you're you know on what? the list. You're on the list, yeah, that's you right. Beat, you beat the guy in the couch. I beat everybody that was at home, you're right. We were talking about this earlier too, that uh, you, know, you look around the gym, you're like, wow, these people are really fit. Yeah. And you might feel like oh, turd compared to these, you know, some yeah. of these dudes. But then you you go to Walmart or you're you're out at a restaurant. And you're like, 
these people are really out of shape. I'm actually <laughs> doing really yeah. good. You know, we can get, you can go down the rabbit hole of like the best exercise programs and CrossFit's better than this or powerlifting is better than that or bodybuilding is the way to go. The bottom line is we're in here. You're doing something. Yep. Whether, what, no matter what you're doing. Right. doesn't really matter what you're doing. The fact is we're doing something um, and we're beating everybody else that isn't doing anything. Because the whole, at the end of the day, this game is about longevity and it's about doing what we love, trying to live as long as we possibly can and, you know, it doesn't really matter what you're doing as long as you're doing something and you're doing it correctly. That's that's what really matters. Um, but yeah, you know, I think as you get older too, you walk around this floor and you see some people that you're like, wow, this guy's really, really jacked. But then you start realizing, I'm also 45, I got a family, mm -hmm. a full-time job, I'm running a side business. Like, there's a lot to, to factor in there. When you're young and 20 and you can concentrate on your diet, there's no other responsibilities but you. I think you have a little bit of an advantage in somebody who has a really busy life who's getting five hours of sleep a night and trying to grind out a, a business or a job and a family. That that can take a toll on you. But the best thing ever, you know, Ange Ross has said it several times to everybody when people say about body image. The body has taken me this far in life. It, it has stood combat posts. It has survived 22 years in a prison. Like, it has done everything I've needed to do in my entire life. So I'm proud of what I got. It might look fucked up. Sorry. It might, sorry, it might, it, it may have heard worse. Yeah, sorry, uh, it may look, it may look a little beat up and it may have some funny looks to it, but you know what, everything with my body has a story and it's taken me this far in life. It might have some bangs and bruises and some artificial parts, but God damn it, it's, it's, it's right still there. mine and this is what I got. So, and that's what's really important at the end of the day. So with powerlifting, what's the end game? What's your, what's the goal? What's your, what's your personal goals? Long term, long term, short term? Well, we're gonna see her get some Pennsylvania records right out of the right out of the gate, and for me, I just I just want to be there and watch her be successful with this, help her along with it. Sure, I'm gonna try my numbers. My numbers are my numbers. They're not the best numbers. They're not the worst numbers. They're numbers though. What are your numbers? We talked to Sienna over here, but what are what are what are some of the things? Going in, I'm thinking this week we're gonna to try to top around uh, maybe around 337, 341 for a squat. Something nice and modest, maybe 215 for an end bench, and about 408. Not that I'm into, like, exact poundage or right. anything, but <laughs> we'll do exact poundages. Um, by far not my best numbers, but considering, like, what happened in April, we'll take her. Nothing to shame in that. I think more for me, I'm just going to go through the motions, complete the meet, go to 9 for 9, and watch her absolutely smoke every uh, Pennsylvania State record her weight. No pressure. Nice. <laughs> That's How far good. off of the records are you now? Uh, am I I'm passing a few? You're passed on the um, bench. You'll pass on the bench and squat probably with your opener. Bench is like ninety three, right? Yeah, I think squat you'll end up getting here in February because it's only two fifteen, and she's already at two hundred. So I think that's one of those exercises of squat you don't want to pack too much on there right away. Yeah. You sort of want to watch that one grow. Everything else you can kind of. Can play around with a little bit yeah. in the squads. I've always been kind of intrigued by the different training things that you do. So I see you do, you know, like rack pulls, or we'll see you doing like you're actually over there, like on the floor stretching and doing things that sometimes I'm not going to mention names of people like myself who may or may not ever stretch. You know, so like from day one, I really didn't spend nearly as much time probably as I should, maybe stretching or foam rolling or doing anything like that. And that was proven the other day at Barbo Club, when after Barbo Club we decided to do some stretching. <laughs> and I became a puddle of sweat on the floor because I sweated more doing that than I did snatches. That foam rolling is wicked, you know? Yeah, we have a rule though, never skip the, never skip at the warm-up, never skip the woo. Never. We always got to hit that 10 to 15 treadmill, go back there, and I worked through like an agile like cat cows, um, bird dogs, anything, anything good for warming up. Dead Blue bugs. squeezes. Well, dead bugs. Dead bugs. Yeah. yeah. Dead bugs. Yeah, it's, that's a real dead thing. Bugs. It's a real thing. Dead bugs. Actually, it's it's one of the one of the better ones to actually do. Believe it or not. How about Turkish get-ups? You ever include that? Turkish get-ups? No, I've seen it. I think I might die from doing. Them. They are amazing <laughs> for a great activation drill, all-around activation drill. One of the most underrated exercises, if you ask me. Um, I think everybody needs to incorporate them in their workout. They're just Phenomenal. One of the biggest ones I've been starting to do now is the, uh, the hell is that little lock three where you're like face down, 
and you're sort of just retracting back for your shoulders. Yeah. Now, I had to tell people, like, hey, if you see me gyrating on the floor, I'm not having a stroke. I'm, I'm not okay. Dying. I'm okay. Just, just let me be. I'm going to be all right. Depending on how long I do it. If I'm doing it for more than 30 seconds, you should probably call 911. <laughs> if I'm filming so, at the mouth, there might be a problem. You're doing it. So you do a lot of dynamic activation then, or dynamic. I just like to feel that squeeze. And you know yeah. when you got that rolling back. Like, the TRX straps, just leaning in with them. You know, like, a crucifix and then going overhead with them, just yeah. sort of stretching the shoulders out. Good. Love it. There's lots of good tools here. Yeah, I'm glad to see that people are, are understanding warming up isn't about static stretching. It's especially a power lifter. Static stretching, holding position, um, trying to stretch a muscle, then we turn around and tell it, hey, you need to get tight now and lift weights. Uh, a lot of injuries are created that way. So that static stretching after after you work out and that dynamic, what you're doing, the cat, the bird dogs, cat cows, terrific. That's a, that's yeah, a really good thing Yeah, you never want a cold stretch. That's one of the big yeah. things that I've researched a lot. And, like, terrible thing. Yeah, stretching is... As they're finding out now, like if you really want to get more limber, learn to work through full range of motion on your lifts. Um, when you strengthen the muscle in the in the full range of motion, the muscle becomes more durable, and you'll get you'll actually regain more range of motion by being able to train in a full range of motion. So that's what they're saying now for stretching. Like, learn to move. If you're not if you're only going down to parallel for squat no longer, light the weight down and work on that depth. Okay. The more depth you get, I the did more that and I can tell you have. it was huge. Changes like everything. My, my you really got to suck it up. It's, it's necessary yeah. to really to get that yeah. full range of motion. Has to be. It's a better exercise. Yep. And that's what, you know, a lot of times when people have their, their active recovery days, uh, a lot of us in here, a lot of the trainers are just big on movement. Doing some kind of movement, working on different planes, whether you're working sagittal, frontal, getting everything going. Um, makes a huge difference just moving moving well, just day. in some of the lifts too like the squat like you see some things at other gyms I don't see it here because everybody seems to really you know have a trainer know what the hell they're doing but you don't see people bracing you see people bombing squats see a lot of knee cave yep like learning how to actually do the move is is important because bracing you is break huge. shit real fast yep. you know? we've talked about this on how many podcasts about watching people come out of these these maximal lifts and blown out on the way up and then by the time they get tough, they're left, they're decompressed. You're thinking, my God, dude, you're going to blow something. Nick. You're, you're holding 400 pounds on your back, and you stand up, and you just decompress your entire spine, and it's sitting there with 400 pounds. Something's going to give. Keep that nice, tight brace going. Take that quick breath. Um, we try to get all the clients to do that. People look at you funny, especially people that have worked out before. They're like, well, I've always been told to exhale on the, on the way out. You're like, it's a better way. Like, you don't really do it on a maximal lift. Maybe if you're repping them out, that's one thing, but... Bracing is everything. Yeah, learning to and brace. And I know with you and your your belt, I mean, when you start getting heavy, they say anything over 80%, that's when it's time to put the belt on just yep. to be safe. Yeah, it's just, it, and a lot of the bracing too, like it, people need different cues for it too. Yeah. Like if I tell you to, you know, get big around your sides, that might not equate, but if I tell you something like drop your uh, rib cage down, yep. maybe, oh, I have to get super tight to push down a rib cage. You know, as a really great explanation of that is, um, did you ever watch Squat University? Oh, yeah, yeah. So he has one of the best explanations. Like, he has, he puts his hands on his side, and he says, now push out with your, push your fingers yep. out. So you're not pushing out with your, your lungs, you're pushing out with your belly. Push mm -hmm. out, and then bear down like you're being punched. Yep. Hold that position. And then when you come to the top, to quick, just a quick exhale, just get fresh air in real quick. Not a complete exhale where you're decompressing, just enough to get the old oxygen out, the new oxygen in, and go again. So I think that squat's one of the most dangerous ones because if people don't research it, yep. perhaps somebody coached them up on that, you're going to break something. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt. Yep. And you see it with their arms, too. People don't really know how to get their arms pulled in underneath them. You see people, like, flaring out elbows. and There's a lot of – a squat is very, very um, – Nasty video out there. And losing it off her back, like – Snap that arm out. Oh, my yeah. God, it looks horrible. So it's, now, do you guys do front squats ever? Do you guys do a lot of front squats? I mix them in. It's not like the biggest thing you do. It's, it's super light. Um, I like the SSBs a lot. I like just doing the safety bar or yeah. the cambered bars. I watch a cambered bar out of the uh, monolith back there. kind of wants a tip if you don't have it on there just right. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's one of the ones. The camber bar does. It was a camber SSB I was using. It sort of went... Oh. Twisted on me a little bit. So yeah, the camera bar is a little bit weird on there. To, when, you, when you're re-racking, you just got to make sure it's seated. Yeah, just I'd rather use that nice big rack back there. Yeah, that nice big rack's perfect. I don't know if, if I've ever. I'm always back in the barbell club, usually working. Yeah. I don't use a whole lot of that over there. I've used a mall lift a couple times, and again, I'm not a big power lifter, so I'm like, I can do this on the rack. So I was just like. My luck, I'd break something. I'm like, I don't want to break this really expensive machine. I'm just going to use a rack. That's what big dummies like me use. It's just, it's easy. So yeah, it's a nice rack. Nice setup back here. Yeah, I mean, everything here is... 
So you're going to be making your way into Strongman, from what I've been hearing, eh? Boy, yeah, we're going to push it. Um, 2019, I did a meet in Morgantown, West Virginia, for USAPL. And the second day, it was like this uh, Viking raid thing. And everybody's wearing kilts, face paint, just throwing shit. I'm like, this is something I like. I like throwing shit. So maybe (laughs) I should come back and do this. Well, then, pandemic, blah, 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 injuries. And I think we're going to jump into that. And we're just exploring a lot of the different equipment different techniques and I think that's probably why after October we'll be in the back with you guys. You forgot to mention the most important part. What's that? The beads in your beard. Oh yeah, beard beard and beads, yeah. Yeah. I mean that's the best part of any Viking race. So you're gonna put you're gonna you're gonna like braid it but beads it? Oh yeah. Well yeah. I'm not gonna braid it. Somebody is. Yeah. And we're gonna paint I think we're gonna do the uh the hawk again. We're gonna do the hawk stripes for the meat. I gotta see as this. A, as if I'm not enough to look at already. We're gonna add that to the mix. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fantastic. So, if anybody's ever watched any of your videos, um, I always, I always watch your videos. I like, you know, you come in for your deadlift, and everybody has their little routine for their deadlift. Everybody has. Yeah. And everybody always says, you know, what's that for? Um, so you lock your lats in. I see how you you kind of do your reach up, yep. pulling yourself down, locking in. Yep. Uh, where's learning that technique at? I don't know if that's something I just saw other people doing, and I'm like, it was like one of those cues. Like if you throw your hands up like that, what's gonna happen? You're starting. to really lock everything out, drop right down into it, swing like a pendulum, drop into it, get your hooks, and just push the floor. Push the floor away, yeah. Pushing the floor. Yeah. And now what, your setup is similar? Yeah. Yeah? I don't do like the lat, but I, I know what he's taught me, and I just say it in my head multiple times. I just know to line my feet up, like the exact way he tells me to, he's been telling me for like years. Just like, and we wear Notorious lifters, like the slippers, so I always line up the Notorious with the, like, bar. Of oh, the brand name Notorious. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and just, like, right on there, like a Velcro strap, and that's worked for me, like, ever since I had the slippers. Good. Any injuries? Have you, you're, you probably haven't any, had any, you haven't had any injuries, have you? No. You're pretty young yet. Other than your their, your heart problem, anything major, anything? Any, sciatic, I think that comes with age, yeah. 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 Uh, so what's the most memorable part of your powerlifting career? What's the most memorable thing? So far, the Thousand Pound Club, just getting to lift with her, like, you know, doing the same type meat thing. Yeah. That's awesome. But, I mean, really the, the whole workup, the whole training for it, that whole process of coming in where you might not be in the best mood, you might be having a crap day. Yeah. But then you start your lifting and everybody starts calling you. And, uh, <laughs> your bag. and I don't know if you... The whole the whole thing like the meat's only one day but the build-ups forever yeah. it's like all of it i just think it's cool that i mean so we don't know a lot of the backstory for the el joshua character but like i grew up not having um a, a dad around until i was like 14 you know so like for me i just think it's so cool that you guys get to spend the amount of time together that you do and you have something that you do like that 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 you both enjoy you know, it's not like a, you're dragging her, kicking and screaming. No, she's in here already, wrapped like knees wrapped. She's ready to roll, like I'm walking around, pacing, waiting for you. Like that's really, really cool. Yeah. And I think that aspect of it, to me, is something that really draws me to you guys. You know, and in the fact that there should be more people out there like that. It's really cool that you guys can have something like that to kind of bond on, and and really enjoy together. Yeah, I think we're blessed to have that. You know, just the situation that we're in. It ends, ended up uh, that we have a lot of free time and have a decent jobs. So we have the money to travel and have a great gym to go to. Yeah, I'm just happy that I get to do this. I mean, it's better than just kind of sitting on the phone, yeah. just doing nothing. I mean, and I love I love the atmosphere here. Like, just the whole gym, really supportive. Like, the people here are great. Like, if you ever want to stop by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you don't have to sell me. I'm here's what I like to see young people get involved, and this is you know I, I realize that this is kind of my passion, your passion, all of our passion. But so I'm not. And please don't anybody listening. Don't take this wrong. I'm not downplaying sports because I'm not. But a lot oh, of times outside of sports, <laughs> right? Let's say someone plays. We'll just say football, for instance, because most popular sport. After high school, if they don't go to college, majority of those people are done playing football. In fact, they're. Fitness, I guess, you if you want to use the word, is kind of over at this point. Yeah, they hit they their kind prime of got, at right. that point. This is something that is a lifetime thing. It, you do this for the rest of your life because you're always getting better. There's always something to learn. There's always an improvement, and you grow and grow and grow. Now, most people who play football probably go into the gym afterwards because they have lifted in football, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what they that process they fall in love with. Um, 
but a young person get involved in this, she has a competition, so she has that competitive nature. She's meeting friends through the gym, and this is something she can build on for the rest of her life. And to me, I think that's more important than, I think this is a, a more important aspect in, in life, especially for a young person, than ball sports are. I'm not, I'm not saying ball sports aren't important, because they are, but I think with those sports, they need to also understand what comes after sports. I mean, yeah, equally, I, I you know, because that. everybody, how many 50-year-old people do you talk to and you see where you work at, still live in the highlights of their high school days, but the last, so they spent 18 years of their life, you know, talk, they spent 18 years of their life playing a sport for the next 40 years of their life to talk about what they did for the first 18 years, and, and they forgot about it. It is sad. So what I tell her, too, is like a lot of it, she has things she can do on her own. She has her own accomplishments. Um, what belt were you up to on adaptive combative? Uh, I'm a brown belt right now. Like, those are accomplishments she did. Nobody, she wasn't part of a team for that. Correct. Sure, she had some great instruction. The powerlifting, these are going to be her individual records. There's no team to it. Yes. Now, I played football and pretty decent at it. I'm not going to have to live there for the next 40 years because I picked up and started doing something And you else. said it went somewhere else, right? Yeah, so it's great to have the individual things because you know how teams work. Maybe you don't get to play because you don't have the right name. But right. she'll always know in her heart that she's strong enough right. to do that. Like you things. said, when you earn, you earn that thousand pound club or the seven fifty club for your case, or your jujitsu black brown, but whatever you're hitting, you've earned that. You know what I mean? That's something that you physically, at the end of the day, you can go, I did this. Not me okay. and my team. It wasn't because you know this guy, the but this person on the team carried me. I did this myself. Yep. I put the training in. I put the hard work in, and now I have a reward. So good for you guys. Very yep. good. Proud I love you. this stuff. Good. Yeah. So. All right, quick five. You have quick five? I, I've got all kinds of stuff. All right, so we always have five questions we're going to ask. I think you them. actually have it over They're there. They're five quick questions. These are just kind of funny, spur-of-the-moment um, answers. So I, I got mine. I think are yours over here? You go first, then I can try to pick up no, no, I don't you have any of them over first. here. No. I'll go first? Yeah. No, how about you go first? We can't say the same thing. Oh, no, I want you to do it. How about I go first? How about, what do you do? One, two, three, go. And you both have to spill out at the same time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Remember in Step Brothers when they did that? Yeah. They're like, one, two, three, Velociraptor. Like, did we just become best friends? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one's yours. Did you touch my drums yet? Yours is over here. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. They're at the top. Oh, no, I got mine here now. Look. I put mine on my little. I got a cheater. All right. So you ready? Sign it. Okay, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say one, two, three. You both got to shout out. Ready? Uh, okay. Ready? Chicken or steak? One, two, three, go. Chicken. Chicken. Woo! Look at that! Oh, that was come good. on, guys. All right. So I think we talked about this, but for your diet, do you do macros, intermediate fasting, or something else? Macros. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even know. I shouldn't even ask this question. But ready? Favorite sport? Go. Rugby. What rugby? <laughs> yeah. Rugby. What did you say? It's a powerlifting. <laughs> I was waiting to hear powerlifting. Like rugby. Rugby. We just had this talk. Where were you at? I just like rugby. This comes back to a Dick's visit where uh, <laughs> we were at Dick's Sporting Goods, and some girl told her she looked like she should be a great rugby player. I don't know. Yeah, she gave me like yeah, the team name, the team website. She's like, you should come play with us for rugby. She's like, you look like you'd be great at rugby. How about that? That's pretty cool. Like, like Blair Rugby Thanks, Club. Man. Blair no way. Girls rugby. Quite honestly, not, yeah. not to be a like, I didn't even know we had a rugby club around here. It was like Blair United yeah. Rugby, and I was like. Thanks, but also, no. I'm 12. <laughs> I'm also 12. Thank you. <laughs> um, the next one was more of like Olympic lifting, but we're going to switch this to, do you guys prefer, what's your favorite lift? Let's put it that way. We, I think we already talked about that. You said squat. Yeah. And you yeah. also said squat. So yeah. we'll skip that one. All right. So if you had to choose some kind of cardio, would you rather do running or biking? Biking. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See, nobody wants to run, really. Maybe some people weird. Oh, I like running, but I'm kind of straight, yeah. so don't tell Dick my Gotta fit. All right, this is where they're going to fall right into Josh's wheelhouse. Heavyweight or high reps? Heavyweight. High rate. High rate? Oh, my gosh. High reps. Oh, my gosh. Whoa. 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 We've <laughs> got a high Who are you? I, I am. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Listen, do you have any Pennsylvania State national records or... I will. All right, I'm just saying. Just, I guess I gotta listen to the champ here. Yes, I'm saying. Maybe I need to get in my chimp, reps. Chimp, chimp, champ, champ. <laughs> this is where we live. Uh, so, do we work out caffeinated or not? Caffeinated every time. Okay. These, yeah. like I said, like these are my people. Um, any advice for new lifters? Um, don't look at like other people who are like doing like three plates, just starting off with it. Because you'd be like, oh, I can't do that right now. Like, well, yeah, you can't do it right now. You're, like, just starting. you gotta, you got to have a starting point. 
And you have to have a goal. Like, you you have to just keep working. Like, it can't be like a, oh, I'm going to do one plate this week, two plates next week. No, you're not. I mean, you most certainly can if you want to strain your back or do break something. But, I mean, you just have to – it takes time. Like, it just definitely takes time. Well, that's true. Mic drop. And learn to work for yourself, right? Nobody else Ladies and gentlemen, the 13-year-old is speaking <laughs> and spitting truths here. That's good. Sounds about right. Yeah. The, the way I'd say is research. Itself. I would say research it, and if you can't figure it out yourself – Get a coach, get somebody to instruct you. If you're going to learn to lift heavy weight, you probably want to do it safely. <laughs> you probably want to do it safely. I'll probably just say it. Throw it out there. There's a good Unless chance. you like the ER. I mean, they have great food sometimes, but I don't know. I'd probably get a coach if I just do it over again because there's a lot of mistakes you can make that will yeah. really hurt you. To piggyback off of that, learn technique before learning weight. I don't give a two shits what weight is on your no, bar. If you have <laughs> smashed ass lifting, <laughs> it's going to be bad for you. Learn how to lift. I'm just saying. So I want to make a weird, shameless <laughs> plug here, right? So we're talking about learning how to do things the right way. I was just right bring way. up how good oh, your snatch just... looked yesterday. Why are you You're like a child here? His his snatch yesterday, we did, in the Barbot Club, we did um we did snatching. And <laughs> he did... Minute. It's, it's an Olympic lift. Get your head out of the gutter. Over I know. There. I myself have performed a snatch. Okay. Good? <laughs> Don't listen to this guy over here. He's been getting in trouble. He's, he's like a two-year-old kid. But no, he uh, we've been really working on it. And yesterday, probably the best I've seen him. He really cleaned up his form. But during it, he was like, I need that weight. I said, no, you don't. You're going to keep that weight off that bar until that looks perfect. And then he hit perfect. Then I had to eat my words and he had to wait. But Do you have some Bella bars back there, like the little 15-pounders? Uh, yep. Yeah, that's probably where I need to be with that. Listen, that's, that's where my overhead squat is. Everybody has <laughs> – at least you can't have red squat. Wow. Everybody mm-hmm. has – I can't have red squats. It's just everybody has, you know, that one – that that kryptonite. And overhead squats are my kryptonite. Like I – can't I've done everything I've done the shorter mobilities I've tried to loosen my lats my pecs I've done everything and it just simply says no why are you doing it now it looks like a pretty dangerous lift the, the snatch is that the one where you end up like you're squatting yeah, down over the top. damn thing over your head yeah. how do you keep that from not rotating your shoulders back I, I guess that's because you're not learn. I think what you have to learn is it's not a arcing motion when it's you pull up. this it's a high pull uh-huh. and then you're actually I call it the ceiling you're going to pull this up into like it's called the scarecrow position so you hit a ceiling. So usually right around your mid-chest is your ceiling. And from there, you're actually falling. That bar becomes weightless. You're pulling that so hard, it becomes weightless. And that one second is weightless, you're actually diving under that bar. So you go dive, you dive under the bar and punch it to the ceiling. So you're not really taking it up. Everybody thinks it's an arch motion where you bounce it off your hips, and you're not bouncing off anything. You get what's called a triple extension. You go to this really high scarecrow position, and from there, you dive under the bar while that bar is weightless. So you, you kind of come up, rotate your hands out, and punch to the sky. So your arms are going straight up. So it's really not even an overhead press. It's more of how fast. That's why it's an explosion technique. It's about you getting your body to move fast into the bar. But if it feels like it's going wrong, you can always dump it. Just dump it. Yeah, Yeah, just dump it. Most people just need to let it go behind it or push it away from them. It happens. I would probably learn how to catch it with my face. Uh, It's happened. (laughs) That's what's wrong with Scott. Long story short, I busted my nose doing a um, clean and press. So we were at a competition up at Legends. Um, We were doing a CrossFit competition up there. And we had to get 205 up over our head. So I had the ugliest clean ever. I had a bunch of adrenaline going through me, and I tried to push as hard as I could. I never had 205 over my head. And I didn't get my head out of the way, and I smashed myself in my big nose. Broke my nose, blood everywhere, dumped the bar. i pass out. <laughs> Dude, it was the worst, I'm thinking. You went hard. Yeah, great. so yeah, it, it happens. And it, I mean, OG last year, when he was doing his Olympic, we were doing the complex last year. Um, he hurt his shoulder. I think he threw his shoulder out. Jordan's hurt his shoulder. He just blew his shoulder out. Uh, last week. Yeah, I was there. I I mean, it's dangerous. It is dangerous. And that's, I mean, when you start dealing with speed training, speed training is dangerous. When you deal with velocity and you're looking at Olympic lifting, you're moving your body in such an explosive manner, it it can be very injury prone. And I'm an injury prone type of person, so like I get injured pretty easy. But you got to learn to, when to pull back the reins. But yeah, overhead squats, I don't know, I can justify it. I can say my 22, so my 22 my years of military, thing. I never had to overhead right? squat anything. Here's And I gave him this, like, come to Jesus moment, like, like last week or the week before that, before his deload week, and he decided he wasn't going to work out with me anymore. He, my uh, deload week, my shoulders were... He, so fire. he's like, I'm like, all right, listen, I'll do, I've been doing all the stuff you've told me to do for how many months now? Like, tonight, I get 10 minutes of your time. He's like, okay, fine. I'm like, all right, get the baby bar. 
We're trying it. <laughs> like, he kicked and screamed, but he did try. He made the attempt. Yeah. You know, and I can see where he's coming from, but you can't sit there and tell me. You could, you could, if you dedicated time to it, you could probably figure something out. If you, if you very much could. You're way too intelligent, and you stood there with me when times I didn't want to work out and told me, well, listen, it's all in your head. Just do it. Just, I think it's one of those ones where I've worked at it for so many years. It's now been, I started this with Ange and Ray at the old place. I was 37. So I'm working almost 10, eight years with them now. And um, overhead squats are never what I could get, ever. I've done, I just I accept the fact that, so I got, I'm not coming with excuses, but I, I don't know if it's my scoliosis, because I, I have what's called developmental scoliosis from when they, my hips were bad, my spine grew crooked according to my pelvic bone. Well, everything got adjusted when they replaced my hips, but this curve of my spine, I think, is creating a lot of mobility issues overhead. I think that's why I can't keep the bar over. Because when I go to squat forward, I fall forward. That's what's keeping, that's what stops me from doing it. I can't keep, if you ever watch somebody do it, they're, their shoulders are pretty far back. I don't, I don't think my shoulder blades have that mobility because of my spine, the way it crooks. I just think it, is it support? Even if you took it like from a high rack position? I've tried it. So Ange actually had me do it one day. We put on the safety bars and I started from the bottom position and stood with it. Um, I did, but my God, it felt like my shoulder. I just did a bar and I felt like my shoulder was going to blow out. I just cut it. It hurt. And that's why I don't do it a whole lot because it hurts. And I'm afraid of getting hurt even further. So it is what it is. I adapted to it. Like uh, a lot of people that do overhead, they'll do a squat snatch, it's called. I do a split snatch. So I actually pull it into like a lunge position. Um, it's a way to get under the bar. It's an old school way of doing it, but it's effective. It's a legal competition, so that's how I do mine. Not the not it's not the wrong way. It's not the right way. It's just a way, if that yeah. makes sense. You know what I mean? Counts, right? Sometimes you just gotta adapt to what you know. So yeah, yeah but your 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 split snatches are pretty awesome. I like my split snatches. Yeah, he, they're really cool. Like if you ever watch him do them, they're pretty neat. He's I got long, stupid legs, so I can get under the bar pretty quick with a split snatch. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about lifting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's still got his head in the gutter. You should really see him with a split snatch. Like, I really didn't think he was built like that, but that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's, uh, yeah, that's that's my little, I guess that's my, my demise is overhead squats, and everybody has it. Well, I look forward to seeing you guys on a Friday night at the bar. You'll love yeah, it. I mean, I'll definitely make it. She'll be at her mom's, but, yeah. you know, dad will make it, and she'll be happy with it. My mom won't care if I go to, like, Well, well we could ask bar. her on the air. Mom? No. Hey mom, um, can we go to the bar? Yeah, Dad wants to know. Dad met these guys, and they said that we should all go to the bar Friday night. That <laughs> will tell you. Uh, do it that way. In, if you come in, we um, we go over the movements. We'll t- we talk about the movements. Um, we'll give you whatever progression you might need, but we don't have. So once the workout starts, we all work out. So there's no coaching after the workout starts. So we we demonstrate it. We'll give you. Hey, if you can't do this, you can do this, this, or this. After that, it's one, two, three, go and. We all work out together. So yeah, that's what's good about it too. Is like you stress it. It's scalable. It's yeah. all scalable. Like, yeah. Okay. Not everybody can climb to the roof. Yep. I probably can't climb to the roof. Maybe I could do something else. But right. <laughs> I mean, we have the housewives come back there. Kathy and Terry come back. Very, very supportive couple. Um, and we, you know, because of their age, we have to go ahead and adjust things around. Yeah. And they do fine. They do very, very well. I mean, if I'm there, you guys can handle it. What was your Friday? I think it was Friday. Yeah, I think you talked to me Friday. And you guys are back. It looked like you were having a hell of a good time. So it I is think fun. anybody should do that. It, yeah. It, it, Honestly, it's, really, it's it, so much fun. That that class has a whole energy and mood of its own. It really yeah, we have fun. It really does. We always have a partner. It's always either a team or two, team of three. Sometimes it's team on team. Yeah. Uh, we've done that once or twice. And we just, it's just a grinder. When you have something to work out with, it's kind of relying on you to pull your part. Yep. You kind of, you're forced to go and do probably more than you want to. So it kind of gives you a little bit more extra conditioning. It's a fun playing the words, too. Friday night at the bar. Friday night at the bar. Yeah, that was much yeah. more positive. He came up with that. It's he not bad. It, it's it not was a good bad. name. Yeah, it was good. Right now and then. You spit out enough stuff, eventually something sticks. Yeah, the word vomit. I'm good at that. <laughs> yeah. So where can we find you all at? If anybody wants to reach out to you, ask you about it, follow you, follow you guys as uh, your your journey here. You want to go ahead? Oh, boy. Uh, we both got Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? You have to tell them that. Oh, boy. I think it's like S... Underscore Nagel twenty two, and you can follow me at Big Nog, Big Nog on Instagram, and or just Chris Nagel. I'll be the one with the blue shirt and a little uh, long-haired kid. Little gremlin underneath him. Little t- <laughs> now soon to be state record. Holder, yeah, saying that. That is good. Barring any uh, incidents or uh, injuries, it should be right there. We got one more question for you both. Uh, before every client, every client, every person we've had on our podcast, this could be we, really ask, good. we ask for a quote. 
All right, give me a quote. Anything that, something that has inspired you, something you've remembered, something, even if it's funny, something you just like to pass on that is for the greater good of the cause. Oh, damn it, so many quotes and you got I have one. Go for it. Go ahead. If you're not first, you're last. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. You know what? I, I like that good enough. Thank yeah. you. You got one, Dad? I got nothing, really. That's a shame because I'm always so good at this stuff. Spur of the moment, quippy stuff. Oh, that, you uh, just sing us a song. Yeah, you're the piano. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, well, that was a, that was a song from the other night. Which yeah, I'm really glad that you're musical. now super embarrassed over the fact that you told him to do it. What yeah, were you thinking? You told him to sing it. You yeah. think he was going to say no? What about uh, Young Gravy? You going to sing some Young Gravy for everybody? Absolutely not. What do you mean? What's no. your mom with the kids? No. You can do very well. No. Oh, it's not fun anymore? <laughs> no, it's not fun anymore. <laughs> there you go. There's my quote. This for is all serious, the, Christian. What do you mean? For all the MILFs? For all the MILFs? For all the MILFs. Get your mom in the kitchen. My dad is uh, single and ready to mingle? mingle. What do you call me? It's a DILF, right? Yeah. That's not what you're thinking. We just, our podcast just became, it just became a... Welcome uh, to Tinder. Yeah, it's like a Tinder. <laughs> we're just going to sell us to Tinder and be like, hey, we're now our dating app. So if you need DILF. somebody, let me know. Yeah. Dedicated, involved, loving, father. father. Oh. DILF. Yeah. Did you ever, speaking of that, you knew the liver king is... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. They just had him on. They were asked, they had a podcast. They're like, all right, do you do pets? And he goes, yeah, I do pets. Performance, endurance, dedication, and something else. They're like, bullshit. He goes, yeah, that's what, that's the only pets I'm on. I'm thinking. Yes, it ends up being not uh, true at all. Not true whatsoever. Right. That dude is on more shit than a little bit. Oh, my God, he looks like Juju Mufu on there. Speaking of which, uh, one thing I forgot to ask you guys supplements. Um, do you guys take anything? I know, I know we talked about pre workout. Um, creatine or anything? Do you guys? We mess with that. We have a uh, pre-workout. We use the uh, Axe and Sledge stuff. Yeah. She does minimally. She doesn't use like the caffeinated stuff. But what's the one you use? The grind, which is more like. Yeah. Like a almost like a vitamin, really, just to keep you going. I'm on uh, gummy vitamins. Yeah. Gummy yeah. Flintstones. Yeah,そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。
Um, short of that, like, I got tested under doctor's care. You know what I mean? Big difference with just going behind a back alley and guessing what you're supposed yeah. to do. You know? So, again, each to each their own. Um, and for everybody... You know, if you're thinking about it, go to a doctor first. Don't yeah, just never knock anybody for doing it. Just tell them to be safe. Yeah, it. do it under doctor's care and understand. If you need a good doctor, Dr. Hampton. Yeah, <laughs> shameless plug, Dr. Hampton. Hampton. He does a lot of hormone. Um, he does a lot of, uh, he's a hormone doctor, really. He does optimization doctor. So, all right. So, all right. if you guys have nothing else to add, we appreciate yeah. you guys coming in. Yeah, this Indeed. was really it's cool. Awesome. It was fun. Yeah. I can't oh, wait to tell my friends at school, hey, who's on a podcast? Yeah. You were. Come, come listen. <laughs> tell them to give us a like out there. We're on yeah. Spotify, um, iTunes. Apple Music. Apple Music, whatever they call it. Spotify's free. I'm a Samsung guy, so I, I know. Same. Sam, you know what I mean? Oh, I don't know that, I, that I iTunes stuff. We're here. Our green dots. I'm yeah. kind of everywhere <laughs> yeah. with it. Like, I know Apple. I know yep. Samsung. Cause, just because I got, I have people that. You know people. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't. People. I very rarely even speak to green people. Like, if you don't come up blue on my phone, there's only, like, five, I only have room in my life for five people that aren't blue. And if you're not blue whenever they te- you text me, I'm... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm embarrassed Delete. to be green. I'm sorry. Play a little more. See, oh. on our little phones, we have a little customization. We can... Oh, you can a, make us whatever color you want. We can do a little text message background. We, we can change a color. Well, listen, we're not that <laughs> fancy, and... Yeah. Uh, before we go, real quick... Um, this explain. is like the fourth time he said that. Uh, yeah, no, we're we gonna go. Go. We're gonna I go still have this. two more things after this. Oh, so. Where are we going? Dude, go ahead. Do your thing. Yeah. yeah, I was going to ask about... We started talking about it, then I was so rudely interrupted. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I know, right? This is every single time. This is yeah. somebody in the room is doing a weightlifting class, and we were talking I'm about things. Talk about oh, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna bring it up. Sorry. Oh, please, please. So I'm starting. It's, it's a six weeks. It's a six week course. Um, it started September 23rd. It is weightlifting 101. Um, I am going to be going over movement um, perfection. So we're talking about the big three: squat, deadlift, and bench. Boom. How to properly do them. How to properly lift. We're going to talk about. What each different rep and set schemes do. So whether you're being volume, whether working for strength, working working for hypertrophy, um, talking about program design, what programs out there work, which ones don't, how to program for yourself, and we're going to talk kind of anything you need to learn how to program for yourself and how to get into this um, and do it correctly. So it's a six week course. It'll be every Friday at six p.m. starting on the twenty third. The cost is one hundred and fifty. You will get a. Um, you get a booklet with it, so it's a course. It's a course manual, study guide with it, and uh, it's going to be really, really good, very informative. So if you're interested in that, get signed up at the front desk. If you need a crash test dummy, I maybe I could be a. Uh, Josh can, will be there for. I'll be there for. Emotional. It's a super good idea. It'll save. It save a lot of time of research and researching and doing things wrong. It's, yeah. That's so cheap for that too. It's and it's going to be a great course because of going over. A lot of myths out there with the big three, you know, and there's just so just much. There's so much six weeks. Out six, there. One day a week, six days. Uh, it's gonna be every Friday at six p.m. for six weeks. Oh, It'll awesome. be an hour long class. So you spread that out. Yeah, that way it's not information overload. Like you we're gonna concentrate on one. What's that? <laughs> a meat and a t-shirt for powerlifting. One day, one day of powerlifting can run in 145, 150 for six weeks. Individualized training. Boom. It's cheap. Yep. It, 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 that's what I told and people. And it could be a that's, great intro to maybe potentially looking for if you're, you get into it, you think you really like yeah. it, and you know what? Listen, having a personal trainer is not bad. No. You know, I wouldn't have anywhere near the success that I had towards the end here with if oh, I had. Thanks, bro. Appreciate that. Oh, you said. Uh, if, if I have Jordan. If I had Matt Jordan Terry <laughs> at Terry's Total Fitness. Yeah, uh, it's. Um, I I really believe that there was a good calling for the, a class like this because you see it out here. You see a lot of people with fall a lot of bro signs, things that just aren't right. Learn how to do things correctly and then understand program design I think is, is huge because I've talked to many teenagers come out here and they're like, I just do 3 by 10 every day. And you're like, ah, dude, there's so much bros. Yeah, there's so much more out there. That, like, what, What's your goal? Your goal is going to determine what your set reps are going to be. I mean, it's all going to be based on what you want out of this. So it's going to be a good class. In fact, that they're going to learn form and everything. I mean, yes. that's... We're going to beat the first. The I first mean, three the, weeks are going to be it's so of, it's so hard, it, and that, I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. So if you're listening to this and you're like, "Oh man, I can bench, I can squat, I can deadlift," I don't really know that I need any of this help with the big three. Record yourself and watch how shitty your form is. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you shouldn't, your back shouldn't hurt when you're done with deadlifts. Just throwing that out there. So if you stand up and you're like, "Oh man, my back's a little sore," you should probably be coming to this class. Like if you're if you have any questions about setting up for uh, uh, for benching, like 
the tips and the things that he's going to go over in his class, I mean, from what I've seen so far, it's fantastic stuff. I mean, and it's a hell of a savings if you're looking at doing that for six hours. Six hours of personal training would be a hell of a lot more. And this is very individualized. I mean, he's, it's, it's going to be really good stuff. So really good opportunity for anyone out there that's listening. Um, if Scott sees you lifting shittily, if that's even a real word, sorry. Shittily. I come up with my own word. Is that a word? Same that's a word. Shittily. Yeah, that's a word. If I see you lifting shittily, I'm going to be like, hey, here's a flyer. You should probably come to this. We'll that's how you just walk around. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be good. So, um, What else? I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Pretty good. Thank you again for your time. Thanks, Thanks for coming in, guys. Yeah. I can remember back into, like, uh, we'll say, like, portly Josh days, like original day, OG days of me, like, walking in here and just doing very random things that weren't productive or helpful to anyone ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember just talking to you guys. You know, I, yeah. I ran into you guys back in the day. And, like, I, I really, um, I love that your vibe is and how positive you are with things. You know what I mean? Never, never hesitating to help people, never hesitating to talk to different people and try to bring more people into the community. That's what we're about, so... I'm honored to have you on here, and I really appreciate both of you guys' time. So thank you. It's awesome to hang out. Thank you guys very much. Appreciate it. Really fun. Thanks. Yeah. We'll have I can do this again. <laughs> I'm sure we'll honestly, talk again. I'm honestly, sure we'll you might have been able to do your own because, like, she was yeah. dropping bombs that I didn't hear other adults dropping bombs. <laughs> I'm just saying. Truth bombs. Yeah. All right, y'all. We'll catch up to you next episode.